right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Blue Dot Podcast. This is uh, Albert along with the German and David here. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode. We're excited. This is the first time we actually have our official equipment. Let's so go. it's yeah, going to yeah. sound top tier. tier. Mama, we made it. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's official, guys. Um, so let's start off with the best thing we've seen this week. Best thing for me is uh, I have another nephew, my sister. Oh, come gave on, birth dude. to a baby Micah. So shout out to her and Josh, her that husband. That was mine. You took it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a second nephew in two weeks. So that's pretty exciting. So on the count, Albert two, Eduardo the one. <laughs> Get your game up, bro. Get another nephew. What are you doing? I know, dude. I'm going to have to make my own baby. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> so names, we want details. Oh, so his name's uh, Micah Elijah. Nice. Uh, he is eight pounds, eight ounces, and he's a long boy, 22 inches. He's a big dude. Big man. boy. When so. was he born? He was born yesterday. Nice. So I haven't seen him yet. They're still in the hospital. Obviously, right. no one's allowed in the hospital. Right. So uh, I'm hoping uh, maybe tomorrow I get to see him tomorrow night. Nice. Micah? So, Micah. Shout out to Micah. Yeah. Welcome little, to the... Little dude. Welcome to Planet Little dude uh, has chest hair already, man. He, dude. He's, yeah. He's a man. <laughs> yeah. He's a man. He's a man. He, came, a man. he, he came out <laughs> drinking coffee. How's, how's your sister? She is uh, 29. No, no, no. How is she? Oh, how is she? Oh. No, how is she? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Just delete that, okay? Um, she's fine. She's good. I mean, she had a she had a, a battle, you can see. You know, I saw a picture yesterday, and you can tell she looked tired and exhausted from, from the battle, but she's, she's good. I saw a picture that my uh, brother-in-law sent me today, and she looks a lot more rested. The baby nice. looks a lot... Like rested as well. It's it's crazy because the baby looks different from one day to another. Right. You know, so it was cool. It was it was exciting. That's you know? awesome. That's awesome. What's your sister's name? Vanessa. Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa. Good job. Good job. Um, the best thing I saw this week, Canelo has been freed for now. In terms of his contract is up, he's going to be able to fight. The Golden Boy and the Zone released him. From his contract, so he w- is a free man. So he's gonna fight whoever he fi- wants, whenever. And more important to him, on whatever station he wants. So it's good and bad. It's good because he dictates now what he wants. He fights whenever, and he kind of sets his own terms. It's bad because he now is completely responsible for the for the promotion so if a fight doesn't sell or doesn't go as good it's all on him so we get to see him fight next month I think and so Canelo was freed so that's the wow. best thing I saw we, awesome. we should sign him as a good thought so we should just I don't think we could afford him <laughs> shout out to Canelo shout out to Canelo <laughs> um, well since today is Sunday there was football played um best thing i saw was the raiders beat the chargers <laughs> the raiders. you would say that that's but, how he gets you back but, yeah, you have yeah, a nephew have to, his raiders win but I, I will say one thing i thought i thought they lost as soon as I, I was i was just on my on my way over here and it was one second left and then the chargers were i think it was third and goal and they, they they throw yeah they throw to their tight end if I'm not mistaken 
And then I thought it was a catch. So I come here and I'm all upset and I tell her, hey man, congratulations, the Chargers won. And little did I know that the Raiders won. And just for the record, Albert <laughs> Albert was like, what do you mean we lost? Yeah. Like Albert thought Ed was like rubbing it in. And my, my dad also said, oh, I hate Albert, <laughs> which was hilarious. He just found out, like, what, like 20 minutes ago, that they yeah. actually won. <laughs> so was it a catch or was it not a catch? Not a catch. No, no, no. Do you think it was a catch? Uh, Well, I... I, I didn't see his feet, but to me, it looked like a catch. That's why I just walked out. I'm like, man, we lost, and mm. I was upset, but I guess it wasn't. There you go. Nice. Good stuff. Um, the best thing is, uh, so my, fl- my family is planning a trip next week. So uh, I'm excited for that. We were just... Uh, talking about what, what we're going to do it seems like it's going to be pretty fun so to me it was just planning the, the thing with my family the little vacation we're having next week where are you going? Um, Idlewild something like that okay like, somewhere by Big Bear or something okay nice but yeah, yeah that's nice. where we're going and uh, nice and uh, chilly perfect timing right? oh yeah alright so this week's coffee is you know we did, actually we did a uh Repetition of last week uh, by popular demand here. David uh, wanted to do that Mexican Abuelita coffee again, so we made him a cup. And um, the video will be out this week of uh, me making it, so um, I hope you enjoyed it, David. That was really good. So next we move on to our topic. So this topic we we, we is... uh, is a masculinity. What we're going to talk about that, it's kind of... It's not an easy topic to to talk about. I feel like, you know, we feel like we we wanted to talk about this because it gets a lot of negativity. The topic does, and we want to dive into it, talk about it, and um, we did some videos and we we challenged some people so they can tell us what their beliefs on what masculinity is. Uh, so we all did a video here. Check that out at our uh, Instagram account, brutthoughts.podcast. You can check that out and uh, feel free to do a video yourself and uh, tag us and we'll repost it on our podcast. So to me, masculinity, I shared it on the po- on the Instagram video, but I'll share it again here. It means, uh, you know, to treat your wife right, to treat your sister right, your brother right, to take another young fellow under your wing, to take the moment to 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 mentor uh, those that are those that need mentoring they could be older a little bit older than you they could be younger than you you know if, if, if you have a nephew you show him how to shave uh, help him with his homework um, you know um, just being there as a support you don't have to tell him how to do anything just being there uh, to talk about life um, that's what it means to me um, and we all have a little bit different uh, take on it so if you want to just share that yeah, I think it's important to to mention before we continue dive into the conversation that uh, this conversation, when it's covered, it's covered in a negative way because it's either people that are, well, I don't say people, but it's either women who are going to trash men and, and talk about how toxic it is and 
men and women getting in a conversation of how terrible masculinity is or it's men exposing how toxic masculinity can be and so i think it's one of these conversations that very rarely does it get discussed uh, from the middle in the way it should be discussed and and what is true masculinity to me masculinity when i think of that i think of a of a man who's confident i think of confidence because and not confidence in the standpoint that, that you're bearing on somebody because uh, i think confidence now is no longer confidence it's now arrogance and and it's really a result of not being confident at all mm-hmm. and when i think of confidence I, I think of somebody who understands their strengths and weaknesses and they are able to build up i think of someone who's constantly looking how he can build somebody up how he can make somebody better because he understands and is secure within himself to know that somebody else's success isn't a threat to him that just because somebody's good at x y and z doesn't mean that they're coming after him and and so that's what i think of as as we kind of set the ground for masculinity it's just somebody who has the confidence to build in others and not to destroy the confidence to stand with others and not be a bear and not and not kind of come down on somebody and destroy people with that so-called confidence, but build people up with with his confidence. What's your take, Ed? Um, <clears throat> I think I think with masculinity comes a comes a. Um, deep understanding of who you are um, and also trying not to deviate from from who who you are and also what what you stand for I feel like especially in 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 today's today's uh, age there's a lot of uh, un- unstable uh, um, approaches I would say to, to being masculine sometimes it's used only when when uh, when you think it's an advantage or when when you can get something out of it and a lot of times it's it's I, I think it's having masculine characteristics would be doing the thing that you know is right even though you might not get anything out of it and what I mean by that is just uh, so sometimes, um, and I did talk about this in in my video. <coughs> I mentioned m- morality, but <clears throat> I think if you stand for something that that you truly be- believe in, um, it it's not going to be easy. So I think being uh, one of the most important masculine traits, in my opinion, would be would be having the courage to do the right thing, even even when it's a when it's the most difficult mm. and then you also just now mentioned doing things doing the right thing when you don't necessarily don't think it's easy to do but just doing it mm-hmm. so it sounds to me the masculinity is this thing that helps the world continue to go and go right like it helps build others it helps for, it's for the better of the people right I think it can 
uh-huh. I think when it's done correctly it's one of those things that it's benefits society I think we see the the lack of masculinity in our society now I think we see how because men have whether it's because of culture I don't know but I think we see the lack of uh, man manliness or masculinity in our culture now. So what does that look like? Lack of masculinity. I think la- well, lack of leadership. Okay. Uh, lack of order within. Uh-huh. I think we start, for example, at the uh, at the most at the lowest level, which would be family or the highest level, depending on how you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's missing that. There's just a lot of homes that where the father isn't there. Broken homes, right? Divorced parents. Yeah, and not even from the standpoint that you had a great dad and and your dad would take you to the park and talk to you and whatever, but just having a a dad around and seeing another uh, for for little boys and little girls to see another to see an older man how they carry themselves, how they get ready to go to work, how they come back from work, how they interact with other people. uh, From that standpoint, is missing. Because a lot of a lot of people have grown up being a lot of boys have been raised to be bo- to be men by women, mm-hmm. and not that it's a bad thing per se, but uh, it's a lot easier. I don't think I'm saying anything controversial. It's a lot easier for to for a man to teach another to teach a boy how to be a man. The same way it's easier for a, a woman to teach a, to teach a little girl how to be a woman. Um, so I think we've we seen the, the, the absence of true masculinity. Obviously, we have the in our society the the buff guy with the big old beard, especially in the culture we live in, where everyone has a you know has a giant beard, and and the dudes that go to the gym and, and they're they're super buff. And so we have that you know that culture of really testosterone not not masculinity mm-hmm. but the set of order the the keeping of your word the the taking someone under your wing like you're talking about Albert like these kind of principles that are taught by a man in the home it's taught by your uncle it's taught by your older cousin who's going to show you how to play a game how to play a video game how to watch TV or what to watch on TV the music you're listening to, all these different things that are influenced by by men and by men teaching little boys, hey, when I'm talking to you, you look at me in the eye. Look me in the eyes when I'm talking to you. And that kind of, those practices of, of learning those things is what's lacking and missing in our society. I think also, before I forget, I'm, accountability is is a big thing that people forget yes. to, to mention and not to say that's just strictly a masculine characteristic that's that's not what i'm saying right what i'm saying is that if you have a masculine figure that teaches you uh to be accountable yeah that's different i'm not saying it's better but being a boy growing up when you see your dad do certain things you you most definitely emulate right. and and hopefully one day you try to be something like that that person yeah and i think going with what albert said be, being a role model 
that's why it matters because if you see if 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 you see someone you can definitely relate with someone you share half of your dna with and you can say he's accountable i should be accountable too so yeah. i think i think that's that's something that we we failed to mention a lot of times yeah and i think also part with that accountability what we see now is when you try to hold somebody accountable you're a jerk right you're just a jerk who like why are you always picking on me and there's that that culture and that mentality in our culture now where when you're taught hey there's consequences to everything that you do and we're going to keep you accountable that if you say hey I'm going to do this and you don't do it somebody should tell you hey you said you were going to do that why didn't you do it that now if you correct it and you the, the sense of accountability is non-existent now because you're a jerk if you don't do it where's the mercy where's the grace where's the, where's the love yeah it sounds like you're a jerk if you simply call someone out on something right right um, and, and and I learned that I remember I worked with somebody and I learned hey and all we have is our word we have it's all we have in this on this earth to, right you know if I give you my word I'm going to do something I better do it because yeah. if I tell you again you're not going to believe me you know, that's it. I'm done. My reputation is going to go down. Yeah. And your confidence in me is going to go down. So that I think that speaks to the confidence that you, you spoke about earlier. Right. Yeah. So so you said um, that there's, there's the lack of masculinity. We have homes where there's a lot of young boys, young men that didn't grow up um, with the father figure. Mm-hmm. What... What type of leadership? Uh, what type of leadership does a, this masculinity? Uh, how, how does that look? I think it. Well, it, it, it's very direct. Okay. It's a very direct type of leadership and, and, and order, because the way and I think we we've seen kind of the the line in the videos, the people that have made the videos from. Peter to Ivan to Pablo and, and thank you everyone who's shout out to everybody that's done yeah that. who's participated and you yeah. see this line of of being straightforward be who you say you are just be you be be the person that you are and just hold that don't try to be somebody different that whenever masculine the uh, re- say the question again so I can so what is the masculinity leadership look like okay so how do men lead is is a real question so the way men lead a healthy man Mm -hmm. is very direct it's it's a very direct way hey this is what i expect from you a b c there is no passive aggressiveness there's no i think this what's makes him happy i don't know what makes does he want this does he not want that and that creates a society where as other men are being uh, trained and being brought up that way now they're more direct and you see that affect the way people date the way people date now you and online dating is another thing which nothing wrong with that that's what you do that's you but it's so rare now pre-covid to have anybody walk a, a man walk up to a woman and say hey you know what I like you I'd like to get to know you I'd like to take you out on a date. 
there's no very few men are speaking that way young men and the way it goes is i'm just kind of have to i'm gonna linger i'm just gonna do a bunch of creepy things and kind of like or or the dms and and they they send a reaction or a little emoji like that's that's not not the same thing yeah yeah, (laughs) that and i grew up i mean i'm I'm, what 33 and that I hear a lot about that with the younger crowd, and yeah. I think that's crazy how people meet that way, and they they see a girl in school and they like the girl, but yet they have yet to meet, right? And they they follow each other and then they do the DM thing. I think that's wild, like right. how that ends up to a relationship yeah. sometimes. But then what's crazy is they'll have her in front of them, and they won't dare to muster up the courage to say anything. Mm-hmm. But they get behind the phone an hour later when they're home. And now they're, they're they're super brave, and and manly or uh, when a man leads, it, it you're able to teach that to somebody. Hey, if you want like this girl, you walk up to her and you tell her, and if she says no, and this is where the accountability comes in and all that, you respect that. And you say, you know what? Thank you so much for your time, and that's it. You walk away. You let it be. But what you get now is this like weird, she said no, but I think she says yes, I'm just going to be being persistent. And it creates this culture of these weak guys with weak egos. That if the girl says no, how could she say no to me? Who are you? And I think when a man leads, it creates in men a, a, an accountability, but also a confidence to, to receive the no. To be able to go to a job and apply to a job and have an interview. And if they don't give it to you, you don't cry. Oh, well, they suck. They didn't like me. You don't create excuses for yourself. Hey, they said no. On to the next. And that, that's part of, of what comes with when when uh, when there's leadership, masculine, masculine leadership in a home or a business or wherever, in the life of a person. Okay. So... In these last few years, I mean, part of the reason we're doing this, we, we hear toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're really doing this, because that's become a thing. Like, right. you hear about it all the time. And um, some of the negative things are when men can be aggressive, right? Um, they treat women disrespectfully. Yeah. Um, they're violent, physically violent sometimes. Yeah. Um, Verbal. Machoism. That that's the thing, um, you know. With me, that's speaking with the Mexican culture. That's a really big thing. Um, and um, w- you know, what is what are other things like that? Well, w- one thing that I did want to say, you did say aggressive, but I don't think being aggressive is necessarily bad. I would say there's two sides of aggressive, right? There's if you're aggressive. Where it's hurtful, where it's hurtful, that's different, as opposed to being aggressive because you need to be aggressive to get things done. Like ambitious, right? That that looks a little different. No, I I get you, but I feel like some people might misconstrue that and mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, so don't be aggressive. Like being aggressive is fine. That that's that's fine if if the situation lends itself to it. But if you're just being aggressive to like to boss people around and punch yeah, people right. around, yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's that's different. But I I just wanted to. No, yeah, that's good. That. Yeah. What about the... What parts of masculinity do you guys think is toxic? 
I, I would, I guess I, I, I would say, I, I wouldn't say the masculinity itself. I, I feel like sometimes when people take certain quote unquote masculine characteristics and yeah. they bend them to mean something that they aren't, I think that's when it becomes toxic. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on, on Thursday. We were talking about how, how, uh, sometimes, for example, we'll take like the, the head of the household. You, you have the, the dad and, and because he, he lacks back the actual characteristics that it takes to be a, a an as uh, an actual, uh, masculine, uh, person or man, um, he would take he would put everyone else down like mm. for example just talk about like his kids or right. like just maybe not beat them but just attack them with, with words and make them feel terrible about themselves and make them feel unworthy yeah uh, I think someone who does that to their whole family just so as German says so he can just be on top of the family that's that's something that can be taken like for example as you were saying uh, being aggressive that would be a perfect example of, of it turning out to to not be a, an actual masculine characteristic that, that would be toxic mm -hmm. because all you're trying to do you're being aggressive to people who can't truly respond to you right because if you if, if you if you're walking around and you talk like that to someone else there's going to be some problems yeah you're going you're to face retaliation so I think that's when it becomes toxic when you when you bend it and and you make it become some something that it's not. So you you're, you're just doing stuff to benefit you. I think that 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 that's what would make it toxic. Yeah. I also think that when ch young when you tell a young child, "Hey, men don't cry. Men shouldn't have um, men don't have these men shouldn't feel sad or they shouldn't feel emotional yeah. I think that's toxic as well because the reality is you know we're all human we're all gonna cry whether it was a, something whether it's a loss or it was like a real life loss or it was a whether you lose a game maybe yeah. you feel emotional because you lost the, the football game or because you failed your class and things like that so I think you, you teach that to a young child hey men don't cry and they're growing up with that in the back of their head, and yet they want to express themselves to their wives, and and they have no idea how. They don't know how. Yeah, yeah. And I think that can be become a problem later on because their father, or their uncle, whoever said men don't cry. Yeah. They don't show emotion because it's weak. It shows weakness. That right there, I would say, is toxic. Mm. Right there, and we we hear a lot about that. Again, I'll say it in the Hispanic culture. Um, you know, you know, you hear about it all the time, and. I believe that it's important to open up. I mean, I, I, I would say I had a hard time with that, you know, with being emotional with my wife, you know, and, and tearing up. Sometimes I would have to hold it. I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> Quote, unquote, let her, let, let her see you in that See place. me weak, yeah. you know. And, and the reality is it's not weak. It's it, I mean, it's a vulnerable moment, but it's okay because, again, we're all human beings and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you... you you said you said it correctly. It's a moment of of being vulnerable, not weakness. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference, where we label things that are weak. 
things that are really not weak because to open up emotionally requires a lot of strength it's a lot easier to walk around suppressing everything pushing everything down it's much easier to do that than it is to actually open up about what's going on inside your heart inside your head and expressing these things to learn how to express yourself and, I, and that's another component of, of masculine leadership that you are able to to say exactly how you feel without having to insult other people without having to put anybody down and you're able to say exactly what's going on without having to justify and what you see in some homes where the the, the father for example is abusive mm-hmm. whenever it comes down for him to apologize his apology always has mixed in well my dad used to do this to me this is all i know and it's such a bs answer that's such a bs <laughs> thing to say because how like how how does that justify tearing down uh, your wife or your kids just because that's how you were taught and and, and another thing that i that i see is Masculinity isn't toxic because the things we're talking about, someone who's masculine would not do. And it seems to be that that's where the the conversation needs to needs to arrive. Mm-hmm. That being a, being a man isn't toxic at all because we see the same characteristics, the same toxic characteristics we're talking about in women. But nobody's saying you know toxic. Uh, what would be the word femininity yeah we don't say that because that that wouldn't be a thing because we just acknowledge if you do these things you're trash person you're terrible and and so that's where I think that as the conversation continues to evolve it's understanding that we shouldn't label toxic next to masculinity because true masculinity there's nothing toxic about it yeah and I think when you think masculinity, again, you go, I go, it goes back to what you were saying where it, you think of a bearded dude, you know, lumberjack guy, you know, big buff. Jerky. Yeah. Eating, smells like pine. Steak. Yeah, all those things. And mm-hmm. and like people yeah. see it as a threat mm-hmm. when, it, when it's not a threat. Right. You know, when in reality... Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is it's easy to, to label it as a threat. It's, right. easy, it's easier to... To look at this thing and this big giant dude, like, oh, that's threatening. That's, and the reality is, it might be this sweet dude, <laughs> and there's nothing threatening about it. But people are quick to judge, and that's what make that, and that's when they're quick to judge that character-looking guy um, when others behave um, toxic, and they label that guy those things because he fits the, you know, the, those categories of the way by the way he looks. When in reality, it's not what it is. Yeah. Um, so what what would you say is killing masculinity? I think Ed, when we were talking on Thursday, like you, you you did a great job taking us through um, how how this all happened. Um, so I guess I don't want to give like a whole historical <laughs> lesson about it, but I I guess. Um, the, the difference be- between the times before and now uh, I think I think we would all agree that, that, that the differences are just night and day what women 
what women are able to do now and as opposed to what they couldn't do before uh, not too long ago in, in our uh, recent history let's say maybe we'll go as far as 50 years ago a woman working was not something we heard about right maybe even 30 years ago like it it was still kind of like okay she she works but it's like a side hustle her her main thing is to take care of of, of the home yeah um i feel like it's a it's a good thing that that women have the opportunity to to do what they want and pursue pursue what they want to pursue um it's it's important that that they get that opportunity but also i think it matters where your where your heart is when when you're when you're trying to to pursue certain things and i think if you if your heart is i'm i'm a woman but i can do anything a man can do I don't know if this sounds too controversial, but here we are. <laughs> if if your only objective is to be like a man, I think that that's an issue. Mm. Just to say, I can do what he can do. Yeah, but but as as I was saying, if it's in your heart, that's that you have a different conversation. It's not like I can do whatever he can do. It's more like this is my passion, and I, I want to do this because this this fulfills me. So I've, I feel like uh, the, the the focus has shifted to not only opportunities and, and, and being able to do certain things that you weren't able to do before, such as voting, being, being a lawyer or, or whatever. Not to say that you weren't able to, but like uh, intellectually, I'm, I'm just saying that before it, it was almost impossible. Um, but if if that's your only motivation, I, I feel like like you're you're di- you're diverging from the original movement, which was to have the opportunity to do it. And I think with that comes comes oh like he does it, I want to be just like him. And and I th- I think that that's where we're in society. There, there there's there's conflict. Because women have certain characteristics and men have certain characteristics. Um, this is not to say that women are all the same. Obviously, they're not. Neither are men. But I guess what, what I'm what I'm trying to get to is w- women. Women should should try to do the right thing. Um, and and also do things for equal opportunity. But not not only not only for that reason, but just because that's what fulfills them. Uh, being fulfilled is important, and and I think if your focus is to to suppress a man, I I don't I think that that you're doing more harm than good. So when you say women should do the right thing, you mean the right thing in terms of. Do what you're supposed to do, or not what you want to do. Not do what you would not do. Whatever you want to do, do it, but don't do it out of spite. Exactly. Right. Like do it because yeah. 
I want to be a lawyer because you truly love the law. You love the, the, the whole thing. If you want to be a construction worker, do it because you love the, you love building stuff. Yeah, because it fulfills you. But right. Not, not, not to prove someone wrong. Right. right. Not because like, oh, really? No men work here? I'll prove. I'll, that's what you mean by that, right? Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah, I, th- I think... I think that's, I think that's in in the. I think that that's the foundation of why, why most I'm not gonna say all most women. Have that have that battle and, I, I feel like they they feel slighted. Yeah. Even even if it's. I'm not saying we can't progress. I'm not saying we're at the at the, promised land yet. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you want to progress more. You should do what you want to do. Do what fulfills you. Right. Don't and don't do it out of spite. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. So one thing I, I want I thought is very important that we should talk about because you did a great job talking about it on Thursday when we were prepping, and you said women thirty years from now didn't work right, hundred years ago didn't work, and the reason for that, the reason they are able to work now is because of advanced medicine. So for example, um, you know women. Um, most of the time, um, you know, we're busy having children. And today, we have contraceptives that keep them from having children if they choose to. Um, now there's condoms and things like that. So not that, the, not that the role of the woman has changed, yet there's some women to choose not to have kids. So that allows them to be in the workforce. Um, you know, there's before when a woman, you know, when she was going through her period, she, you know, she, she was unable to move, I would imagine. Right. And now... You know, there's things out there that that you know tampons that allow a woman to to be to do anything, and no matter what time of the month it is. So I think that's where you, kind of something that you were trying to talk about, somewhere where you were heading, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think if we want to go that that far back, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that that's that's true. Uh, there was a lot of th- a lot of the times people think that. That men always lived with their, with their, uh, their significant other, and like just attacking them and telling them you got to do this for me and do that. I, I think, it was more like a partnership. Mm. Again, not to say that that didn't exist. Of course, it existed. Uh, it probably existed too much, right? In, in my opinion, but but what I'm saying is. Working together was was uh, was the focus, mm-hmm. um, and at that time it it worked, it worked, and and we understood that that women had certain things that that kept them out of the workforce, and that's not to belittle them because they right. were they were still mothers, their wives, and and they were an in- integral part of of uh, of the family, mm-hmm. so. I, I guess the development of, of roles, I, I think, is, is that what you, you want to you so, talk about? So I think it's important to address that because it, it shows us the, the, prog- the progression of women in the workforce. And, and I, I would believe that, you know, a woman wants to be a woman, now that they have access to all these things, wants to be a firefighter. And you get this, this man that's being toxic keeping her from, from moving forward and, and be in achieving her goal. And that is labeled toxic mask masculinity right there. Um, so what I'm the, the man who doesn't want to hire her or who doesn't want to hire her. Oh, or who's right. not allowing okay. her progress. Mm-hmm. And those are the reasons why 
we have labels like that, which that's a perfect label of it. But the, the, the whole, again, the word masculinity doesn't mean that it's toxic, just when it's being used in that manner. Right. Um, and I think what you're saying is, hey, if you want to be a fighter for go for it, for all power to you, right? You're also yeah, saying I'm, that. I'm, yeah, I'm behind you 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be a firefighter, that, that's cool. Yeah. But I, I think also may, maybe what we need to do is is separate the, the, the words, you know? That people can be toxic, as German was saying, whether you're male or female. Yeah. Uh, it, I agree. So, so someone who doesn't hire doesn't want to hire you just based on your sex. Yeah, it's a sexist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sexism, and also, yeah, I think we still have a ways to go. Like, especially like in, in the workforce, sometimes conversations that, or like certain things that that you tell women. Um that aren't beneficial to anyone you're not building anyone up yeah so like what like for example like let's take i was thinking about the the firefighter if uh let's say she's she she has a she has to put on her her equipment faster or whatever and you say uh oh look at jimmy he did it he, he did it so fast and he just started last week you've been here for a month like you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these expectations, you, you, that's not necessary because, sure Jimmy did it, but maybe there was another guy that took twice as long as her. That's just you're not building mm, anybody up. I see what you're saying. All you're doing is, is you're just like, picking on her because she's a woman. Yeah, it's like yeah. false equivalency. So it's like, oh, just because he took this long, you should take, you sh- you should take less, or like it's just this, it's dysfunctional. Like I I, yeah. I, I don't understand it, and I see it a lot of times too. Like for for example, my my sister, uh, I think more Irina, my my twin sister. When we'd play basketball, sometimes it'd be an issue. Like when it when it'd be like, "Hey, let, let's run a game," and then, and and then I would pick her up, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're gonna play with her?" Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> she yeah, can the, play defense real yeah, good. And, and then <laughs> when when they when they started watching her play, they'd be like, "Oh, she can ball," and it's like. Yeah. Well, you, if it were a dude, would you say the same thing? Right. You don't. You, there's no need for that. Yeah. If you can ball, you can ball. Right. That's if you're at the park. We're is. assuming you yeah. know how to play ball. Exactly. Yeah. So not just because you have long hair that that doesn't mean that that you you won't be able to do certain things. Right. So, I I think that's where men need to be careful now. Yes. In in society. And adding those qualifiers too. Mm-hmm. Like what you're saying, because I remember when we would play, and then some of the comments were like, "Well, she's good for a girl." Right. And it's like, "Well, no, she's good." Right. That's it. Like that's the statement. She's yeah. good. Yeah. There is no girl aspect to it. It's just she's good. And so I think that that's. Well, I agree with you. Yeah, and and I think along with that, some people would be like, "Oh, she can ball. That that's cool. Like like that somehow makes her more attractive." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like she achieved something that she can play basketball. Yeah, it's like, oh, she can she can do that. It's like, yeah, she she's been playing for a while. Like, I mean, right? It's it's just be realistic. Yeah. Just because she's a girl, or if the other way around too, you you can find examples like that too. Just just because a guy is does interior design doesn't mean he's going to be any worse because he's a guy. Mm, that's yeah. his that's his interest. If he's been working at it, I yeah. mean, that and I think that's the whole false equivalency. It's like. 
people are into different things. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, I was listening to this TED Talk, and uh, I'll give a shout-out to Connor Beaton for putting this... He did a good job in this video if you want to check it out. He calls it the mask of masculinity. And uh, he does a great job going over all that. But the one thing that popped out and that, that stood out was masculinity is not a threat to the rise of empowered women. Machoism is what's a threat. And I thought that was very interesting because I think that's what we're talking about here today. That's really, that's, the, that's what it is. That's what would, you know, some of these things that we're talking about. Yeah, because when we talk about masculinity, um, it's what we're saying, the, the building up, the confidence. Mm-hmm. And a father, a good father, isn't building up just the boys. He's building up the girls. Right. He's giving the girls confidence. He's giving his daughters the confidence to not carry insecurities of, um, am I beautiful? Am I attractive? Do people, do men like me? And I think that's a huge thing that we see now in our culture. Uh, a lot of women who struggle with these insecurities about themselves with men because there was never a, an older man who told her her value and gave her confidence and what you see now is women trying to find that in 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 men or so or filters yeah yeah or filters <laughs> so you see the rise of only accounts on only fans accounts you see the rise of of these like pages on social media where it's just women showing off their body because they want that attention they want to be told you're gorgeous you're you're, you're beautiful oh my gosh like look how you look and that's the stuff that gets addressed when they're little girls i think you mentioned porn uh when we we're prepping yeah that, that was a big yeah masculinity killer if you can yeah. go over that a little bit yeah so porn i i think is the the biggest killer out of all of these because porn creates rewires the 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 brain of, of the person watching it because it creates this fake reality of who people are and who the opposite sex is. And, and it creates this idea that all women are like this and all men are like this. It creates within men th- this idea, young men, this idea that women are sexually frustrated and they are going to be super aggressive and they're going to get you and you're just going to be like because the men in in a lot of these porn films are are very are very weak are very oh what like what what are you doing here what like what's going on and the woman comes out this very you know super like you know she's sexually um frustrated that it, it just it's just bursting out and one of the things that you know men that have been with women know is that women's sexuality is very similar to men's sexuality they but we have been created to want sex we we it's a drive it, it's our it's what we desire it's it's we desire to have to be to have that kind of pleasure and so one of the things that sex uh, porn does not sex porn does it, it it creates this false reality in men that women 
our body parts. And within that, it creates more insecure men. Because men, instead of becoming more confident, they become less confident because all they can focus on is body parts. They don't know how to talk to women. They don't know, they don't understand that women have ideas and opinions and and they're competitive and they have dreams and they want to accomplish things. They have no idea because they've never talked to a woman. All they've ever seen with the women they've ever been around is the body parts. That's all they think about. That's all they can possibly think about. So they have no idea how to converse with a woman. Not romantically, just, hey, how's your day? How are you? How's work? They have no idea how to do that because their brains have completely been rewired to look at women not as humans, but as sexual objects who yeah. have no other goal in life but to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. And so you get these men who are who think every girl's after them. Every girl that says hi to him, oh man, I think she likes me. Dude, she liked my picture, bro. <laughs> it's like maybe she liked your picture because she liked your picture. Maybe she said hi because she's friendly and she's a good person and she says hi. Maybe she responded to your message not because she's into you, because that's what people do. You send a message, most people will respond back. And it, and so it creates this idea that porn creates this idea and it makes men insecure and it makes men um, weak because it, you're not able to lead a woman because all you can think about is sex. Sex. She does anything. Oh man, like sex, 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 sex. And that's it. There, there's no conversation. So, and what, and what ends up happening is men will talk about the type of woman they, they want. And the type of woman they want is always this very quiet girl who says nothing, thinks nothing. All his ideas are the best ideas. Everything he says is right. She agrees with him on everything. She's not, quote-unquote, drama. And what you find, and I think we in this table can agree, women are good women, have opinions. And they lead us, too. They shape our opinions because they're wise. And they have great ideas. Our church, for example, all the good ideas in our church that they brought up to the table, they're shaped by the women in our leadership team. They're instrumental to to how things take place because our ideas are are fine, but not not everything we say is good. Some of our ideas suck. And if women were to just stay quiet and be like, oh yeah, I love your idea. And and it would never work. And that the thing is that girl doesn't exist. That girl exists on a screen. She exists on a website, but that girl doesn't exist. Because as you guys can, you know, you guys can jump in here. Whenever you say anything, the women in our life will say, wait, what? What did you say? Right. What is that? And you say, hey, I, I'm thinking of this. Are you sure about that? I don't know about that. I, I think what you're saying is, if a guy is looking for a woman like that, that, that doesn't speak up, that doesn't have opinions, it, 
he's looking for a woman that's not confident, that that lacks leadership skills, and therefore this same guy, I would say, lacks those things, and he somewhat is aware of that, and doesn't want to. He he doesn't want someone. He he's trying to find someone he can oppress. I'm saying he thinks. He thinks he wants a girl like that without understanding that girl doesn't exist. Right. But I guess what I'm saying is he wants a girl like that because he wants to be able to control the girl because he knows that a woman that has all these leadership skills and, and is, is well-rounded, yeah, um, he can't control. And it's because he lacks, you know, the, the I would say, the masculinity traits that, that he, he didn't grow up with. Yeah. That weren't passed down to him. I I think. I think in in addition to that, I think. That's a direct product of, as you were saying, of, of porn. As you were saying, everything you were saying, I, I was thinking about how we're, we're slowly getting wired to have that instant gratification. Yeah. So it's like. Oh, I'm, I got needs. I'm gonna go on this website. Mm. I'm done. Yeah, there, I'm good. You see, we're good. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't have to work for anything. Yeah, we're we're before, before we had the internet or, or anything. You had to pursue. You had to pursue. Yeah, and 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 it was a delayed gratification. It was like, oh, I got to talk to her. I got to put in work. But it was true, true yeah. uh, right. gratification. You know, and and I think that's the thing. It's. We are men can't talk to women now, so even this idea that I want this girl who's quiet, she doesn't exist. Because even the girls who have low self esteem, as soon as she gets some self esteem, you realize like, oh, she's a human. Human yeah. beings if, have if, been created with opinions. Right. If 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 you if that's what you're looking for in a girl, then get yourself a blow up doll. Yes. Honestly, because. You get yourself something lifeless and cold because 100%. because that's not that's not a rea- that's not reality. It's not a human being. A hundred percent. And and I and that's 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 where I'm getting at. Porn makes men believe this girl exists where I'm gonna go home and she's gonna just talk to me about me and she wants to know just about me and she's gonna hear me out and I'm and when it's my and then every time I have a bad day she's gonna take care of me sexually. And what you find is in a relationship, in a true relationship, it's a give, you know, you're back and forth. Sometimes she has a bad day, you gotta take care of her. You gotta listen to her, you gotta talk to her. There has to be this I but Men who are addicted to porn find it so difficult to talk to women because they have no idea what to say. It's like, I don't know, what do I tell her? And, and I, I've heard guys say this. And you're like, hey, want to talk to her? Don't you like her? Yeah, but I don't know what to tell her. How about, hey, how's your day? How's your week? But what? And it's almost like, well, if she responds, you just keep going. And it's but when you have been drenched in porn, and nobody has ever taught you how to talk to people, how to talk to you know not not just women but men, we you know I, I don't know if you guys have ever met guys that are just super weird with guys, and you're just like hey bro how are you, good. Yeah, they they so don't. What do you do for work? <laughs> yeah, you you're the one having the conversation. With and yeah, and it's just like. Okay, dude, I, I'm not doing this. Like, 
and they and it's they have no idea how to talk to anybody because they live in this make believe world where they're getting instant gratification. I I think the more I'm listening to this to this conversation, I'm kind of playing it back in my head. Mm-hmm. I think I I do want to say one thing. It's like I I'm not saying I'm this guy that does this efficiently. <laughs> I agree. Um, what I'm saying is, I, that, I, I mean, I, percent. I, I, I struggle with it too. I think we have to mention that too, because yes. it kind of sounds kind of like we're talking down to people. No, no, no. But no, 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 I know, I know, we're not. But some people can perceive it that yeah, way. Yeah, no, good point. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I may have issues sometimes ta- talking to a, to a woman. I, I feel like, and I, I guess I'm, I'm gonna open up. Watch out, guys. <laughs> um, when, uh, I guess throughout my, my, I guess, I'd say through high school until now, it's really hard for me to initiate unless I know someone has interest. Okay. Which is, the more I analyze it now, it's like, you don't want you're afraid of rejection or whatever. Right. And I guess I'm I'm trying I'm trying to level with you guys here. I'm not saying that I'm this guy that does this all the time. I I struggle with it. Right. I think I can honestly say I've done it once. Yeah. That I pursued something because I thought, "Oh, look, she's she's this, she's that." Yeah. I'm I'm going to go talk to her. Right. And it, and it was hard, obviously. Yeah. But I think talking about it is good because then you can kind of talk yourself out of your old ways and just be like, come on, if this is what you want, it's fine. It, it might be uncomfortable. We've talked about this. It might be uncomfortable in the beginning, but it'll be fine. And if it's not, then she it'll be was fine. In. <laughs> the one and that's it. Next. Well, not the one. I don't want to say the one. Sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> Let, that's another conversation. It's a, it's a different pod. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know what I mean. Like if it, just, yeah. it didn't work out, it didn't work out. It might work out later. Whatever. Right. But it just if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, and you're right because I struggled with the same thing too. I, the only I've pursued in in, in a very uh, old school way. You know what we're talking about. Hey, mm-hmm. just Stephanie. You know my my girlfriend now. That's it. Every because it is very hard to. Hey, I like you. That is very difficult, and I think obviously to get to that, I think and unless you have, you know, ridiculous amount of confidence, and there's guys who just have the yeah that confidence to just say anything, and it's sound and it's super smooth. If I hear you, and so <laughs> and so, what we're saying. What I'm saying in terms of the porn stuff, it's not so much the that you're gonna if you don't watch porn, you have the confidence to walk up to a girl and be like, "Hey, you and me tomorrow night, seven p.m. Get ready." No, because it, you're I'll a psychopath. You I'm gonna that. try. That. <laughs> Tell me how it goes. Let him know how it goes. It might go. It might be so. It might be so bold that it might work. But what I'm saying is. You're not even able to conversate. Forget romantically. Just conversate. Because porn rewires your mind so much that you think every everything is about you. And that's another thing of 
somebody who's not masculine. Someone who's not masculine. Um, someone who's masculine, I should say, before I get I confuse myself. Someone who's masculine is able to have a conversation with somebody where they are not putting themselves in. Where I'm able to ask you, hey, how's your job without me asking you so you can ask me? And that's one of those signs of a man who's immature and a man who thinks everything's about him. Mm-hmm. That let me tell you my story. You know what? Your story's funny. You want to hear something real funny? I'll one-up you. And that's what porn does. Not so much the, the romantic stuff, but just you're not even able to conversate with people because you think, well, if it's not about me, then I don't want it. Because porn teaches you, it's about you. You matter. Are you? Do you feel good? Do you feel right? And that's where it, it destroys masculinity because what we've been talking about with masculinity is the giving up of yourself. The pouring into others, the sacrificing for others, the living for others, the uh, you know going in in terms of what I believe in, in terms of my faith, a man gives up his life for his wife. A man is, loves his wife as he loves himself, and there's nobody that loves themselves more than a man, because the man wants the biggest piece of the chicken. The man wants to be comfortable. The man wants everything. The, the, we as men don't want to be inconvenienced at all. And the Bible tells us that's how you have to love your wife. And so when I think of masculinity, I think of somebody who's giving himself up. And porn does the complete opposite of that. It makes you selfish. It makes you self-centered. That besides asking the girl out, you're not even able to ask her how she's doing. You're that freaked out. You're not even able to ask your the, another guy how he's doing. You're super freaked out. And that's the thing. Because there's obviously people who are shy and quiet. That that, that has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Yeah, and there's people that, you know, you kind of have to initiate that. And that's how our friendship grew. But Eduardo and my, and my friendship with him. It was initiating. It was because we're both kind of the same. And it was just like, hey, so you like the Lakers? And so it went from like, hey, Kobe, what about Kobe? To having deep conversations about deep stuff. But it started with something very simple. And when you are, your mind has been rewired with porn. And I love talking about porn with with men because they always get all like freaked out. And especially when you go into a youth group, you're like today we're gonna talk about porn and everybody gets all like, oh, what? Like no, talk about anything <laughs> Every, else. Everyone looks down. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because it's such a killer for men. It kills you. It destroys you. You're not able to talk to men and women. You're not able to relate to anybody. You you th- your idea of a relationship is fake because a true relationship, a healthy relationship, is not one filled with sex. Is one filled with conversations, one filled with vulnerable moments, one filled with constant getting to know the person with stuff that has nothing to do with what they say. Like, man, it's so weird. You put on, she, you know, whatever, whatever observations you're able to get. When so-and-so's nervous, like, yeah, she kind of scratches, she scratches her back, the back of her head three times. That's when I know she's nervous. 
And it's just those little things that you get to know somebody that makes a difference that porn allows you to do none of that because porn just teaches you, well, she just wants to have sex with me because I'm this like big shot. And, and that's where I think porn destroys everything because it, it takes men from their responsibility to pour into others, to build others, to build me, pour into me. One thing I had to say is um, building into others has, has really stood out. Yeah. On this, and I think it, it kind of goes back. You know, last week we had Delilah. We talked about depression, mm-hmm. and we talked about she talked about that everyone wants to be seen, heard, and loved. Right. And I think that's just it right there. You know, you pour on to others, and you're putting the, setting up that platform for all of that for, for being seen, heard, and loved. And yeah. um, this has been very educational to me. You know, you shared Ed you know, that this has opened up. Um, open your eyes a little bit and it's same for me like I think I don't like to be straightforward a lot of times with certain people because uh, I don't want to make them feel bad if I if I say no if I say I don't like oh, I didn't really like the food or whatever right I, I tend to be like oh it's okay and I think I got to work on that so this has opened up my eyes to just hey just tell someone how it is and stop beating around the bush so um I this think, piece has been educational. Yeah, I I, th- I think also though, something that I I learned through like seeing um, the men at church because I think those are the men that have had such the biggest influence on my life. Uh, so a, a man learns to be diplomatic too. Mm-hmm. That it's not always about I just I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you how it is. Right. You know, and I yeah, think that's yeah. the other component of. Uh, I tell, I, I joke with David all the time. Uh, whenever there's something I don't want to do, and uh, at the church, and I tell, him, I'm doing this for political reasons. I'm going to this party for political reasons, and that's one of those things that, uh, as men, uh, men teach you and men do that they do things. You take a guy who's going to go to the mall. I don't want to go to the mall. But they're going to go to the mall with the wife for political reasons. I ain't trying to have a fight. Well, it's not even... I think that's the... I think, honestly, it's because you want to spend the time with your wife. No, right, but it's... You, but you, you don't want to go to the mall, though. You don't want to build... But you <laughs> yeah, want to build no. her up. No, no, but that's things. the point. The right. point is, if it was up to him, you would hang out anywhere else but the mall. Yeah. But she says, I want to go to the mall. And for political reasons, you don't do the whole thing of because there's men that do this I'm just going to tell you how it is I don't want to go to the mall and it's just like dude that's not that's not the time it's like we're keeping it real goes wrong and so I think that's where it's like you learn to do those things as well I think also within that there has to be reciprocity though Right. like for for example you're using mall your wife wants to go to the mall you go with her to the mall and then you ask her hey let's go here wherever you want to go right something whatever right let's go to the park let's go take a walk she's like i don't i don't really want to and it's like i think that's where the whole teamwork thing comes in too because you can't also just say yes 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 to her if she never says yes to you i don't know if i'm getting in dangerous territory that's where that's where i disagree but I, I believe a relationship is a give and take. Uh, whether right. Whether it's a male or female, whether it's you know friendship relationship, man to man or female to female, I believe it's a give and take. You you both 
are there to help each other out and, and, and spend time with each other and one day you'll do something one day they'll do something hey one day you come over to my house one day I'll come over to your house right and that's the a relationship. Otherwise, there isn't anything there. Yeah, I well, with with that, I, I don't know if I explained it correctly. Uh, so, for for example, like like I said, she she wants she wants to go to the mall. Mm-hmm. You go to the mall. Uh, but what I, what I was saying is, I think that's that's also goes away from masculinity, if you just say yes, all the time. Without her ever saying yes. I'm not saying dependent on the fact that you say yes, she should say yes. Mm-hmm. But if she keeps saying no, then you should at least have the conversation. I think. No, no, for sure. But what I mean by the diplomatic thing, like he brought, Albert brought up the whole like, well, I don't like the food. I'm just like, you know what? Not good. And what I, what I meant by that was say, for example, and not that you would do this, but... Um, but say, for example, anybody, your mom, your sister, whoever, a friend invites you over, they spend all day, they're super excited, man, this lasagna making, I got this recipe, pa, 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 I bought it from this Italian store, yada, 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 and they make it, and it's not good. That's where part of the, the, the things that I've learned from other men is, is the things like, yeah, that wasn't great. And says, so, "Hey, how's it? You know what? It, it was fine. It was fine." Yeah, and I think that would be the right way to say it. Yeah, you, you, it was horrible. You can't say it was horrible. So it, it was. It was. It was all right. It was good. Yeah. So so basically, so I think you're going more on the, like feelings, right? To protect others' feelings. Right. I think that's part of it too. That's part of building somebody up. I think that's the component of the of masculinity, the building of someone up. Mm-hmm. At the expense sometimes even so that's why the whole ma thing like if it's obviously if you get into a place where you say yes they say no that's probably very unhealthy and that's a very unhealthy relationship right. whether it's your wife or whoever but part of the the part of being a man is the putting others including their feelings before yourself. Right, but I think where I got confused was this is just an act. Go go to the mall with me. I don't like to go to the mall. I'm gonna go with you because you want to go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. That that's fine. Yeah. But I think that's different from the example you gave. That they they spent the whole day slaving away. They made this beautiful meal for you, and then it's like here, taste mm-hmm. it. It's not good. Obviously, you're not gonna say. Right. That. You get what I'm saying? I feel like those examples, because when I when I hear diplomatic, to me, that that that's that's more like. I think it applies more to the second example. Okay. Because I feel like the first example is just. Like I'll do something I don't want to do sometimes, because I love you. But I think that's a very real thing. No, I I agree, but. I don't know if I'd say it's diplomatic. I th- the reason why I say it's diplomatic because you're not that you're everything was fake, but just the initial thing. Do I want to go to the mall? No, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're on the same page. I'm and just so, saying that that it should work if 
for that, in that sense, it should work both ways. Yeah, yeah, ideally, but I think that even when it does, a man, and you know, and obviously we could disagree. A man doesn't say, "Well, you know what? Last time you said no to me, so this time no." No, no, uh, no. I okay. I I I see where 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 I'm getting confused. So so you're saying. You're you're basically saying um, that you should take the more selfless approach because that 100%. is a masculine trait. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay, that okay, got you. Hundred percent. Got it. And I I think too. The reality is the reason you want to go, the reason when I, when my wife wants to go to the mall, for example, I I go because I want to be with her. Right. More than anything. For sure, and that, and that's you know? that outweighs yeah the mall. Like, do I want right. to go to the mall? No, but I want to be with you. Yeah. And if, I, the, if that means the mall, it, you it, know what? It's the mall. It reminds me of the movie Frozen. It's like, do you want to build a snowman? It doesn't nah. have to be a snowman. You know, it's like, I just want to hang out. Okay. You know? I've never seen the movie, but I don't <laughs> get the reference. Sacrilegious. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sacrilegious? <laughs> I, I think... You're not missing out on I, I figured it out, guys. Okay. I hate the mall so much. I think that's why I'm getting hung up on the whole mall <laughs> example. I hate going shopping. It makes it makes me sleepy. I don't, I don't know it anything else. It makes you sleepy? Yes. You just got triggered. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm walking. I'm like... Push that button. <laughs> we, already saw, we already saw that. Are you going to get it? I no? See. Yes? Okay, let's I'm go. With what you. am I doing? But, I, think, I think that's like... In anything, like I think we we as men just like, all right, what am I gonna get? Okay, I need to get this. This gold gets it out. But it's like, I, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I guess. What, yeah, that, I guess that's my trigger. I just figured it out. It's my trigger, guys. I hate them all. I think everyone's different. I mean, I when I when I, I do like go, I actually take a look, man. I go through aisles four or five times. I make the best of it. I enjoy it. Yeah, of course. I, I don't think everyone. You know, so the I, same think it, I think I mean, all people are you a take in a collectible section. Yeah. Man. Talking different right now, but <laughs> or like we can go to Guitar Center and spend hours there, oh, and I'm, I'm fine with that. that. <laughs> that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's true. Yeah. Um, so that's the talk on masculinity. I don't know if there's anything else that we have that you want to share that you want to add. I think we should get into the feminist movement and how that goes into this, because I think that's part of why we are even having this conversation. Because yes. there is this, there, there is an attack on masculinity. There is this double standard. There is this idea of, uh, you know, uh, kind of like what we've talked about. Even the, the this idea of consent and, and what that is and what and what it isn't and and how it's the that line has been blurred so much where it, it almost feels like you kind of have to get it in writing. I consent to go out with you. I consent to do X, Y, and Z with you. And so I think part of the conversation, to have a, an honest conversation about masculinity is to have talk about um, the feminist movement and how that movement has affected the masculinity and men in, in, in general. So how, how do you guys think that has happened? How has the feminist movement and the rising of of feminist uh, affected masculinity? Uh, I think 
we kind of touched touched it a yeah. little bit yeah. very on the surface when i was i was saying about the doing stuff in out of spite mm-hmm. i think that's that's it that's that's one of the main things that that's that's the issue uh also equality of opportunity yeah. which we kind of talked about but not really um i think it was a very valid movement when it began yeah and i understand why why it it started and why it developed and but then i think what what kind of starts to deviate from it is the victimhood mentality and i and we see that in society across the board it's not just on about feminist movement right. so i i think that's a societal issue more than anything just being a victim yeah or everyone being oh it's okay like the whole participation trophies we talked about that like oh it's okay don't keep score we yeah we're all winners like okay. no that's not that's not how life works but but uh, i think the whole victimhood mentality allows for women to view things in, in a certain perspective so it's like men men have mistreated us for let's go with thousands of years right so it's time to get ours mm. yeah although i understand the feeling because I, I, I can understand like let, let's say in high school when you're when you're the freshman and the the older guys in the basketball basketball team they're they're punking you and whatever you you want to get revenge mm-hmm. but if revenge is what is what is motivating you you're not going to get anything good or very far that that too or it, it it can just happen that just by sheer numbers and acceptance quote unquote in society that that women do somehow uh generate policies that that can that can level the playing field and i say that sarcastically because the 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 playing field leveling the playing field i i don't think goes along with uh, equality of opportunity because people pick different things that's just that's just what that's just how it is women are wired different men are wired different we have different interests it's never gonna look equal yeah that's not how it works women can do certain things better than men but that doesn't mean it's equal because it's just that's not how it works right so so i i think if your motivation is is to get revenge and and i i see that a lot cuz you can you can see when when people are filled with hate not when they're trying to trying to 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 push the needle mm-hmm. i i think we we talked about martin luther king uh, junior uh, w- when uh when the whole uh blm thing went into to to the nba yeah um his methods were never very like we're gonna get them white people because yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah i mean we, we can argue that malcolm x kind of took took that approach but later later understood i think he matured yeah and understood 
wait, wait, that's not, that's not going to get us anywhere. So I think in, in this whole feminist movement, we, we, have to, we have to keep in mind that if your motivation is pure, it's, it's going to be apparent. And I think women in the, within the feminist movement, if, if, if they're real and, and they have true, true motivations, they'll, they'll actually be striving for, for the pushing of the needle, not so much revenge. And I think that's basically what's wrong with yeah. today's feminist movement. Yeah, because it won't be the motive. The goal won't be to get rid of men, but the goal will be to walk alongside men, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Men won't look to say no. This is a man's world only. But to be like, no, this is all of our world together. Because I was the MLK uh, goal. This yeah. goal wasn't to have, you know, Wakanda. For example, right. his goal was to have a society where all children of all races are playing in the same park. Yeah, you judge by the content of your exactly. character, not not the color. And, of your skin. and that's where you know you you the the feminist movement with the the blaming of men for all things. And obviously, we agree on the equality from the standpoint of of men and women should get paid the same thing for the for the same job. And and there should be like what you were saying the, the the opportunity for all that if you want to pursue to be the president of the United States that opportunity should be there for you, man or woman. And so, part of I th- I believe the, the the feminist movement and and part of why this they fit in this conversation is because men have cowered to oh. to the pressure. The men have stopped trying to be men and stopped trying to push and be who men are naturally. And that is builders, building stuff up. That's being competitive and ambitious and driving towards, you know, perfection. And they and men do that very differently than women. Men are ambitious differently than women. Men look to build and and establish and keep going forward they want to push it forward and that's where we have to understand i think that the that the men have cowered to that so you see this idea of of participation trophies you see men apologizing for being too competitive for being sore losers and it is stuff that's that's ingrained in us to go out and and die for what you believe in. You, we, we used to see in the past in marriages where it was a partnership where the man would go out and earn, the man would, would come back, and, and it's what you were saying on Thursday, the man would leave and he would come back with something. Hey, I, I was gone for 10, 12 hours, 14 hours, this is what I got to show for it. Here is, and that was the whole idea of bringing home the bacon. I, I'm bringing home something. Something of value, something of substance, and now men have cowered, and now you get a lot of men who are lazy, don't want to work, want the easy way out, are looking to be taken care of, aren't looking to take care of people, aren't looking to sacrifice for people, but because of and and this idea of like men who are feminists, uh, that's a whole different, that's a different mini pod, but 
that idea alone is ridiculous because feminists shouldn't look to destroy masculinity. They should look to uplift it because true men are looking to uplift women. So I think what, what happens is that they're looking to destroy masculinity as a whole, right? not knowing that the, the, the real masculinity is good. It's an ally. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and the, the toxic, I mean, which it is labeled toxic masculinity, but I think we live in a world where masculinity, period, is, to- is bad. It's toxic, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what you're saying is um, that's, that's what, why women act that way. They, they want to just get rid of it because it, we, we've done, as, as a society, we've done a, a bad, as men, we've done a horrible job uh, leading. We've done a horrible job building others. Yes. And, and if we want to see a change... We need to do better, yeah. and I I totally get the feminist movement. Like they, they're doing that for a reason because of a lack of leadership in men. Yeah, and there wouldn't be a need for that had we done a better job. So for we, sure. we need to do a better job, t- so we, we can have a better world. Yeah, and I think the reaction of men isn't to cower and be like, okay, you lead the way. It needs to be okay. Okay, you know what? You're right. I need to be better. I need to. I need to be stronger. Yeah, you you get up and and, and you run, and Just that's run. and that's Just and the opposite has happened, mm-hmm. where men have said, you know what? Well, we have sucked for a long time, so maybe the women will fix it. Maybe the women will teach us how to be men. The women will teach us how to lead, and that's so backwards because, in a home, you need both. You need masculinity, and, and you need. Um, Femininity. There you go. Amen. You need both. Absolutely. And what you have now in homes is two homes, one home with two people, two different families, with two different goals, two different mentalities, because the man, the husband and the wife aren't going after the same thing, aren't building after the same thing, because the man doesn't know how to be the cheerleader. Doesn't know how to how to cheer on his wife when maybe she's getting the promotion at work and she's going for it and, and it's going to be good for the family. And vice versa, the wife doesn't know how to be supportive and, and cheer on her husband when he's chasing after this thing that's going to be good for the family. You get these two people that have no idea how to build and establish a family in part because the man was never taught how to build, how to lead. And because the woman's been told, he's just got to oppress you. Don't let him oppress you. Don't let him steal your dreams. You are still a person and you matter. And it's, yeah, you matter and, and you're a person. But now you're married. So now you have to come under one roof and understand that now there is one goal, one purpose, one goal that you're trying to get. And whatever that is, every marriage is different. But that's such a, that's one reason why I think this conversation is is we need it because we everyone wherever it is that you land you we need to understand that we need each other we don't need this well we got to get rid of um, men and we got to get rid of manliness and masculinity because once you get rid of a society with none of that it's a society that dies and that collapses because and we've seen we've seen that we've seen um, so many American homes with no man, no no man leading, 
and homes are dying. So our society is where it's at, where people can't accept losing. We see that in in in, in our election. Yeah. People don't know how to lose because their whole life they've been told, you're a winner. They have no idea how to lose. They have no idea how to grow from losing. They have no idea what it means to to lose and to and to and to feel failure in learning growth from it. And part of the stuff that we would hear when you know all these great business men and women is they learn from failing. They learn from all the things that that all the setbacks. That's what they learned from. And we are in a society where people don't know how to lose because they've been everyone's voice apparently matters. Everyone's voice is important and what you end up what we see in masculinity, I believe, is a man is it teaches people, hey you know what, your voice may not matter, but you may be able to be somebody who pushes somebody and helps somebody get to a place where their voice matters. And that's what this whole thing should be about. How can I get to a place where the people that are coming after me, they have a better start? So they can keep going. So that if in a hundred years nobody knows who nobody knows our name, you know what? At least the the values that we put into the people that are coming behind us, they're still going. Yeah, Paying it forward. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and in a society that gets rid of masculinity, a society that gets rid of the paying it forward. I do want to add, I guess, a few things. Mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, a big issue is uh, the way we label things. Sometimes, I think, even the fact that, I mean, how many times do we say toxic masculinity today? Um, Maybe twice. <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was a joke, guys. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, also also the feminist movement yeah i think one one thing that that i've heard a lot recently is a lot of women don't want to be part of that or even associated with the feminists because they know what that entails today so i think more than anything i think to to summarize like th- this whole conversation that we had i think what we need to focus on is being decent people more than anything above all yes I agree because because clearly they've hijacked the feminist movement yeah clearly they, they've made masculine traits out to be something that they're not yeah so how about we just try to be decent human beings exactly because that's masculinity and if you have a beard, awesome. Grow it out. And if you can't grow one, that's cool that's too. That's fine too. Yeah. And if you're super buff, and uh, that's awesome. And I think that that's the point. We should. All of these things are good things. Right. And what matters is the content of the person, who yeah. you are. Be a better person, whether you have a beard or not. Whether you smell like you know the the the, the fields, or or you smell <laughs> like an office, and and. You know, you, you just, yeah, whatever. However it is that you do as a man, just be better. Because that that's ultimately where we should want to be. And if, and if you're an older man like us in, in your late 20s, uh, even if you're in your 20s, start looking... 
to build people behind you. Look at the people under you and, and say, you know what, how can I pour into you? How can I encourage you? How can I help you? There, there's a kid at our church who he's, he's going to buy a camera today, uh, and hopefully he bought it. Shout out to Mario. And twice today, he's like, hey, you know what, I'm going to buy a camera. Maybe we can use it for church live stream. It's going to look a lot better. And I was like, yeah, man. And before he left, I said it again. I was like, you know what, bro, bring that camera on Wednesday. We're going to try it. We're going to do it. And I was telling David after church, if that's what gets this kid who wants to just be around other men, who every time he goes to church, he just goes, where are the guys? Where's the... You know what, dude? If the camera... Let it be. And I, and I know that we live... Especially... I come from the church perspective. So in the church perspective, there's just all these rules. And before you serve, you got to have this class and get discipled and baptized. And did you do this? this, this, this and, and, you know, Eduardo knows what I'm talking about in terms of the ministry stuff. Oh, yeah. And I was saying, David, the rules are there to help us with the, the, the structure. But if somebody, if, if what gets gonna, what's going to get this kid to find purpose and, and, and find other men who are going to lead him is a camera so be it we, we, he'll go through the process of, of serving in the church he'll go through the classes but yes if the camera is what's going to if he thinks this camera is going to get him connected to other men dude let's do it and I think and that's uh, for me at least my encouragement to, to whatever man is listening Look to do that. Pour into other young boys and and take them alongside you and 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 teach them. Hey, you know what? Being competitive is a good thing. And if you lose, feel it. Get upset. And then try again. When I would lose to Eduardo in basketball, I wanted to run it back. I don't want new teams. Always. I don't want new teams. I want to play you again. FIFA. <laughs> I just I want to run it back. Or, or if you, you keep beating that team, I want to switch the teams. Does exactly. that make sense? Yeah. Hey. Does that make Brad. sense? Exactly. <laughs> you build people. You're yeah, building yeah. people. And at the end, what would happen? I was upset for like two, three minutes, and it was all good. It was all good? Yeah. Because you're competing, and that makes you better. And, and so that that should be when you think of masculinity is to be a person who's of integrity and who's building other people up and you're looking at whether it's your wife whether it's your sisters brothers your neighbor whoever you're pouring into them and you're building in them um, whatever's being built in you yeah, to, to me this you know sums up what, what Delilah said last week as I said earlier people want to be seen they want to be acknowledged that they're that they're there. So you know, you're, you're, the the boy with the camera. He he wants to be acknowledged. Right. That he, he he's there. He wants to be heard. Hey, I have a camera. I have ideas. Let's mm-hmm. try this. And he wants to be loved. And I think it comes down to that. If you if you can do all those things. Yeah. You know. You know you you've made a difference in someone's life. So I agree with uh, with Ed. We got to be better as a society. So there you have it, guys. Masculinity. Please uh, take our challenge and uh, post a video and, re- and uh, hashtag us. So with that, we move on to our final thought. And we wanted to talk about the 2020 election. It was a 
it was on Thursday and <laughs> Tuesday, we found Tuesday, out we just Tuesday. found out who won yesterday and apparently that that may not be a done deal um, it's still gonna go to court um, and there's still states counting and uh, sounds like it's gonna be a process what are you guys' thoughts on this whole thing <laughs> I think look I, I think that part of the beauty of the US is democracy and I think more than ever this year we saw the um, voting matters mm. and you should vote and if you can vote and but I, I think to me one of the things that is sad about the, the whole process of, of, of this election is that um, we should be able to accept losing and I think it's whatever conspiracy theories are being thrown out of you know fraud and this that, and the other um, and I don't know how true that is and, and, and I think that I was reading this article that it's a like zero point two five percent of of the time it happened, fraud happens, and it, it made me laugh because uh, the, there's people who have during this pandemic and said, well, you know, one at one percent or one point five percent of people have died. It's not a big deal, and it's just like, well, yeah, then point zero point two five percent of the fraud, it's not a big deal either. So I think my my thoughts on the on the pandemic is that if President Trump lost, he was a president, he'll always be president, just just, just take it. Just say, you know what? He, he ran a great race. I, it sucks that I, that I lost and, and I hate it, but he won and now we push forward as a country. Um, and I think this idea to, to hold it, we're going to do this and this and this and we're going to like do everything possible to extend this, um, just puts a it, it diminishes democracy one and two it it doesn't allow us to be what we just said be decent people mm-hmm. that even if you don't think you lost hey you know what the numbers show you lost man just just take it I'm, a, I'm on the side where there was a lot of room for fraud um, given that there was mail-in ballots mm-hmm. and there's so much possibility for fraud People that have been deceased, votes are, have been counted. Yeah. So, I honestly take Donald Trump's question of who won mm-hmm. as, as, as a reality. Like, if there's doubts out there, there's people saying that they're covering the windows so, so that pe- the Democrats are covering the windows so they can't see what's being counted. That's shady. So, I believe... Like, I, I can't believe they announced it. I'm like, really? They announced it? And there's, Georgia's still going through a recount? How can you announce it? Like, it's so close. Like, the race is so close. And to me, it's... Um, I mean, I get it. Um, but I think it's one of those where we should they should have waited until everything's set and clear. Because I, I don't think everything's set and clear at this point. I mean, this... Shows you how divided we are. I mean, how tight it was. It was by thousands in some of these states. I think, but I think that's the, I don't think with this president, it's ever going to be clear. 
unless he's the winner. I don't think we get to a place where it's okay. It's it's very clear that I lost. I don't think it's about the president. I think it's about how the election took place. No, I think it's about the president and the and kind of the 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 seeds he had been planting since like April, since like March. This election is going to be they're trying to steal it and and just see you you begin to put that in the stream of a divided country already and it's going to grow and if, and the country's so divided that it is it is that if you are whatever side you land on you believe it completely and that side did something terrible and i think it's just we, we should be able to we should just Keep pushing it forward. Yeah, just keep it moving. Like the way I see it is, Georgia's still counting. Right, right. They're counting, right? They're they're doing a recount. So how can you say that Biden's the the elect? So why even do the recount? Well, you do the recount. No, because I think you you do the recount in terms of to get it right. But you got it right if you want to get it right. Exactly. So it's not right. Right, but Georgia isn't the end-all, be-all. If you take away Georgia, he still has the 270. But there's other states in that situation. I'm not saying just them. I, I think, look, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back further. I, I see your point about planting seeds earlier. But one thing we even talked about, uh, I think if... If we know that mail-in voting probably isn't the best way to do it, why did they push for that so much? Because of the pandemic. But, wait. Mm -hmm. um, People still go shopping. People still eat outside a restaurant. Yeah. You're telling me it's not possible to vote in person? You, they can't apply the same things that when you go to Walmart that was a head scratcher for me and with all this I'm not saying that this means that they cheated what I'm saying is perception matters if they actually cared about how people feel and about how, how divided the whole the whole state of the country is then they would have pushed for something like that in person something more, more transparent I'm not saying that it would change the results. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that you're you're almost creating more division by by doing this. Right. Um. I think also with that, um, Trump, which I I know he probably would never do. What he could what he could do is is say in his speech which. Again, he would probably never do this, but what I re- would recommend would, and this would make, make him look way better. Say, uh, there might there might be some some question as to as to how how legit Pen- Pennsylvania was, but with with that, if the if the results stay, I would like to congratulate Joe Biden. You see, that what what I'm saying is both sides got got to do something, and and it's not like I I also don't want to take the approach of 
Yeah, we lost. Congratulations. Because if there is, if, if, there, if there is some truth to that, then it's, it's fine. You, you, can, you can say that. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But I, I feel like with, with everything that I said, I, I, I feel like division is, is what politicians crave. And I, I think that all, all of these things could have been not avoided 100%, but I think it could have been, it could have run way smoother. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I mean at the end of the day whoever wins that's going to be my president. I'm I'm not whatever it is what it is, right? But I do want them to get it right. And I don't believe they that, got it right. Not that they have I don't believe that's set in stone yet. Okay. You know, until all the counting is done and you say, "Hey, it's done." It's done. But if they're still doing all these counting, I to me it's not finalized. But but if these results are real, even if, as you said, Georgia goes to Trump, it's not enough. It, it won't be enough. So, I mean, we, we saw this with Bush and uh, Al Gore. And Al Gore. Uh, I think we were talking about it, and and I, I thought it was less time, but it was. They technically decided, I think, up until January. Mm-hmm. It took a while. It was. It came down to the state of Florida during that time, and, and they did. I remember. I mean, I was in middle school when this happened, and the, at the time when you you punch it when you go in person before this year was different. But when you go and you punch in your ballot, you punch it in, mm-hmm. and then some some of those ballots sometimes will will have a a piece of paper that that, that uh, it doesn't punch through doesn't either. punch through right away. So they were like looking at ballots. That were kind of punched, not really yeah, half punch, half punch, and it was a disaster. It was it was one of those. I still remember that, and they got it right at the end of the day. You know, they, they took the time, and, and I mean, they looked at. I remember like just they were looking at these ballots, like, what do we do? What do we yeah. do? We need to make and a I, call. But even in that one, Al Gore was announced was announced. Yeah. They, they, they called him president. That, yeah. That's where that's where I was. That's where I was headed to. Uh, Al Gore was declared president and he also had the popular vote I I remember that Um, but I think that's where the difference is because I think it matters how you react even in in defeat even if you're not sure you lost I think that matters I think Trump honestly we, we know what kind of person he is but I, I don't think he did himself any favors by, yeah, and, by and the that, speech and that, that and he gave. And that's what I mean. Obviously, yeah. if in a month from now it comes out, actually, you Al Gore walked it all back. And Al Gore's speech of, like, I lost was as classy as it gets. And you can look it up on YouTube. He congr- There is no pettiness. And that's all I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if it shows, hey, you know what? All of the media outlets... And how, how you feel about the media, we can do another part about that. Mm-hmm. But have said, you know what? The dude has 290. 290 votes. He, he's got it. And just be like, you know what? These are numbers now. And, and exactly what you're saying. These are numbers now. But we're going to do a recount. But as of now, congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. And I, that's what, and I think another thing to just to add on. No state has actually finished counting. Right. Every state's like 98, I think. Alaska's like at 50% or something like that so not every state is not no state is done 
I just think in terms of for the keeping of democracy, you keep it, you, you, you take it, you keep it moving, and then a month from now, and I think that's the beauty, that should be the beauty of science and facts and, and, and more important facts, is that if in a month from now I'm wrong about something, you should be able to say, hey, you know what, I was wrong, you were right. And we, we keep it moving, you know, and I, and that's what I think. I think if in a month from now, Biden, it comes out, he lo- he lost, he should say, hey, you know what, I lost. It was a recount, and I lost, and, and, and Trump should, whatever, take place and, and do his thing. And what you said, Ed, you said if Trump would have came out and said the speech that you said suggested, I think that's masculinity at its finest. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. And and I think you both said it right. He he hasn't behaved that way. He's not building anybody yeah. up. He's, I I get that. And that's yeah. what I mean. I'm not saying like, oh, I lost forever. Yeah, of course there's a recount. Yeah. But we've had it before. There's a recount, and things can change. And I think that's, I love me. I I, I love the idea. Part of another part of masculinity. Just to throw it in there. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. And it's there's beauty in being like, you know what, Albert, you were right, and I was wrong about that. And that's. I think that goes back to the whole masculinity thing too, where yeah. you have to be honest with yourself and hey, you're wrong. You can be wrong. Yeah, but, of course. But I think also uh, people lack lack perspective, oh, yeah. and that matters. And what I mean by that is, sure, like a lot of people are making fun of Trump because he lost and get him out, or whatever. Um, I guess you're 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 open to that. You right. to, to get exposed to that. But where are those people when, when the other side is 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 planting seeds of discord? You know, for sure. Like, if you gotta you gotta be able to see both things. If you're not seeing both things, and you're just yeah, you're a hypocrite. Yeah, that, that's and we see a lot of that for sure. So, 100%. yeah, that's that that's very interesting, and and hopefully, like we were saying, hopefully this wakes people up. And maybe 2024 will have some actual candidates. Yeah, maybe even a third uh, party that gives a better option. Save us, Kanye. <laughs> so with that, guys. I'm running for president. Yikes. That wraps up our show. Thank you guys for listening. So, Jeremy, I have the question of the day for you. Ooh. Camilla has been, Canelo has been free. Oh What's gosh. your new oh, outro? happy. Look, <laughs> it's Canelo. It's free Canelo until he fights. Until... Yeah. Until he announces when and who he's fighting, I'll come up with a new one. All right. So with that, please don't forget to follow us. Subscribe. Please rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, five stars. What's our Instagram handle? At Booth.Podcast. At Booth.Podcast. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) And free Canelo.